Hey guys, welcome back to Befriending Jesus. I'm your host Adeniola Alamide. If you're new here, I congratulate you and I welcome you to the very voice of God. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the love of God. <laughs> this topic is a topic that God is ready to speak to you about and guess what we have a surprise we have a guest on here and (laughs) we're grateful to god for bringing her to speak to us today so um our lovely guest can you (laughs) can you introduce yourself to to us hi (laughs) 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 oh my god sorry um okay i'm olajimoke banjo and I don't know why God chose me, but okay. <laughs> he chose me, oh. I love you. I guess. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll be talking on the love of God today, and I genuinely pray that this message reaches every single person it's meant for. And I pray that as you listen, it definitely will start to you. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so Jimoke, we're going to be um, I'm going to be asking you questions. I'm going to be asking you questions concerning this love of God. Um, the first question today is, what is love? Because this question, like, people have different opinions of love. Like, oh, I love my family. Oh, I love my boyfriend. Oh, I love God. Like, what exactly is this love that people claim they know about? What is love? I think I'd say in a very basic way that love is emotion felt it's actions performed by someone concerned for the well-being of another person love is deliberate it involves affection it involves care it involves sacrifice i can't even emphasize sacrifice enough it involves sacrifice however this is how majority of us tend to define love even outside of God. Love originates from God. God is love. And knowing that God is love, what is love? Love is basically the being of God. First Corinthians, I think five, seven, talks about how love is patient, love is basically all the attributes of love that you can think about. Yeah. And so many books in the Bible talk about love. Yeah. I think a book that really ministers to me is First John. First John is <laughs> chapter love. Oh my God, First John. Oh my God, especially chapter four. Hey, First John is a beautiful book. It was one of the books I read when God arrested me finally, <laughs> and that was a book that really, really, really ministered to me. So. God is love and anything outside of God is not love. That's the best way I can put it. Whatever you are doing that is outside of God cannot be classified as love. I think that's the most basic way to put it. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, so she has said God is love. God is love. This is something that we all need to know because yes, and there's this analogy that's we talked about before we even decided to record this podcast because god is love and because anything outside of 
God in love is not love. We need to know that to even love people around us, to love God himself, to love, to love generally is God. Do you understand? There was this illustration that I had that I learned. God is like, I'll put it as the bread loaf and the crumbs. Yeah. So because we are made in the image of God, we have these emotions um, automatically. We have the joy, we have the peace, we have the sadness, we have all these emotions, love generally. But this is just a residue of the true source of these things. Do you understand? So I'm not saying without God, you cannot love. I'm not saying without God, you cannot have peace. You will have these things, but they will just be a little part of the main thing. And to really rely on this little path is is insufficient i'll use it as a bread loaf and crumbs of a bread loaf i'd say that the love that comes from god is that whole bread loaf but then without god we have just the residue and that's the bread crumbs do you understand and at times many people tend to emphasize on the bread crumbs they tend to you know feed on the bread crumbs their love is that little residue they emphasize on it and then it's not enough that's why you see people very um insatiable with their love they they want more and more because you can't feed on bread crumbs and be full jigger so i dare say that feed on the full loaf of love and that is God. Thank you very much, Moke. That's a very beautiful <laughs> Our second question would be, how does God express his love? Um, the way I'd answer that one is probably with his word again. Okay. I think I'll take from first John for, um, let's see, from verse nine. That's, that's just his name on the head. It says, God showed us, I'm reading from NLT by the way, Okay. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Remember when I said the other time that I can't even emphasize enough on sacrifice because that was one of the greatest ways that God showed us his love. He sent his son to substitute for us as a sacrifice. Normally, we, we are the ones that that could die, like, you know, the way he was crucified. And so many other kinds of death that are not even befitting for humans. But God, God thought and said, I have God someone that, yeah. that could go in my stead. Yes. I have me. I, I have yes. I have a son that will do whatever I want whatever because I he want. loves me. Yeah. It's also in the same book that he said his coming to die for us was to show how much he loves his father. <laughs> and the fact that like Jesus Jesus is a part of God. So we can, yes. can dare say that God gave us God, a part of him to die Definitely. for us. He died for us. He really does. He died, he for, died us. for us. Just imagine how this is. A powerful God died for we human beings. He died for us even after we were the ones that fell. You know, by nature of the fact that we were born into sin already. Exactly. We were doomed, like we were headed for doom already. naturally. But he said, no, they made a mistake doesn't mean they should die. <laughs> <laughs> when when that thing popped in my head, they made a mistake doesn't mean they should die. And he said, what can I do? Okay, I can see you sacrifice for them. Yeah. Sacrifice, guys, sacrifice. He sent his son as a substitute. And all he's asking is that we identify with his son. You just believe in him. Just 
okay yes i know you i believe in you you saved me from death you saved me from eternal damnation that's what it's asking for and yet many people still they still shut the door i was many people <laughs> oh i was many people <laughs> they shut the door he's there knocking i think revelation 320 yes he's knocking At waiting for you to let him in. open up <laughs> there's a time you seek him and you will not find him mm. it sounds very somehow you don't want to hear it's probably itching your ears right now but it's the very basic truth he's waiting now he's knocking he's he won't leave there he's still there he's still there he's always still there, there always at there even door I can't, my, my, to him. i'm so that's his love now i mean that's his love <laughs> literally expressing your love for you open the door he's standing he's patient love is All patient like you said love is patient okay. love is kind he as i said he's been he is love imagine after all the all, every single thing that i know that i did and he's still telling me i knew you before i formed, I formed you. you before you were born you were made a prophet of nations he knew us before he, he <laughs> so he was also watching us like just the place <laughs> where you're ready don't worry and the funniest thing is that even as sinners okay let's say that some have given their lives to christ but even those that are still singing the fact that they still experience his love without them knowing <laughs> do you understand when i say i'm a testimony he, i can't even I, I, I can't even so many things i just used to think i was lucky in my head i was like it's just luck. it's just luck <laughs> it wasn't luck i didn't i didn't understand then I, I just thought it was luck i didn't know that he was keeping his promise that he was never letting me go i didn't understand at the time i was very nonchalant about a lot of things but he was always there i mean i was literally that person that would say i'm i'm christian because i was born into a christian like i didn't like christian activities i felt they were lousy about them i felt they were inconvenient i i had my reservations about a lot of things i used to term my youthful experience as a what would i call it exploration i'm exploring i'm saying oh. i'm exploring but even during my exploring in quotes when things will go wrong for everybody i was always an exception always an exception people used to be like ah, do you have jazz i mean i'll be laughing <laughs> i never understood it i i i didn't know there was more to it I, I even after he found me he never said oh i'm mad at you for never all he has shown me is love it's love love i mean he chases those we love sure yes i mean both said that even the chastening hasn't been anything that deep like yeah. i don't say deep sorry anything that's extreme that would say oh my god i don't know <laughs> oh god this love is actually something that it's not something that can be explained it's yeah. the magnitude of it is unbelievable it's not something that you just i don't know it's expression of his love basically the key point is fact that he sent his son to die john 3 16 yes john um, 3 16 for god so loved the world everybody quotes john 3 16 every time okay but you know every time i say that scripture i realize something new every single time i don't mean anytime i just say that but oh do you know no i mean anytime i sit down to meditate on that but you know meditate is different from reading anytime i meditate on that verse for god so loved they didn't suffer for god loved for god so loved the world he gave his only begotten son okay there's a condition that whosoever believes in me just believe for have everlasting life 
Everybody knows 316. Everybody knows. Like, they just read it, but then they don't really, like... Nobody even goes after 316. They don't know... I'm sure they read 317 just for... Everybody is 316 as important. Every verse of the Bible is important. Mind you. 317. He sent his son to this world not to condemn us, but so that we may live for him. I don't know what else you need to hear, but... I don't even begin. I don't even know what to say again. There's not a Bible verse that says no greater there's no greater, no, there's love, greater than love than this. For you, that for a man to lay down his life for one's friend mm. and why his friends. He laid his life down for us. That's that's lovely. And it's for us too to lay down our own lives for him. Reciprocating that symbol. Thank you, Joker, for that awesome explanation. Thank you, Father, for speaking to us. No, you're not. Please speak in Jesus' name. So our third question for today is is there an end to God's love? Like, can God stop loving? Can he stop loving me? Can he stop loving you? Can he just decide to stop loving? Is there an end to God's love basically? Is there an end? I think what I would say to that again is no, because God is the origin of love. So he's he's not a normal being, he's a supreme being, he's supernatural. So there's no end to God's love. But what I would just say is everything is bound by time except God, once again. Eternity starts now. I can't say oh where we spend eternity eternity starts now eternity is now eternity has started we are living in eternity so what i would say is even when they say oh where are you spending eternity heaven or hell and all of that even people that will end up going down there he doesn't stop loving them what just happened is you elapsed the time frame he gave you he gave you a time frame and you just elapsed it that's just it because mm. even when the people that won't make heaven like me i don't know the ones that some people tell you purgatory <laughs> limbo <laughs> i don't know all these ones because what the bible says is if you do not accept jesus you perish yeah it's, there's no on defense in christianity you're either here or there so if you don't do what he has commanded what he asks of you then you can be certain that your sins are blotting out your cries and somebody hits you it's just that you've elapsed your time we are the ones that are bound by time not him so his love is endless and timeless wow that's that's beautiful that's beautiful so his love doesn't end but then we are bound by time and if that time frame of our lives has passed and we don't accept his love then we have automatically gone out of his love wow okay the fourth question we'll be asking is can god decide to hate us like since god is all loving and everything and since he is love himself is it possible for god to hate us again he's the origin of love so okay he's in fact capable of hate but not hating us what he does instead is despise the actions that cause us to turn away from him and such because he's a jealous god so when you do things that are not of him do things that are outside of him it makes you to turn away from him because if you're not focusing on him then what are you focused on and remember there's no on defense there's no in the middle you're either here or there doing anything that is out of his will for us 
he definitely frowns at. So he doesn't decide to hit us, but he hits the sin that we are committing. He loves sinners, but he loves sin. exactly. He hits the sin, but he yeah, loves the sinners because he believes that we are redeemable. Cool. Hence, why he sends his son to die for us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, what would you say to them that think God hates them? No, he doesn't, sweetheart. Whoever you are, <laughs> whoever you are that you are listening. At the point in my life, too, I probably thought he hated me because of all the things I said against him, all the things I did against him. Me to be here today is an ex, uh, an not just me, for millions of people to have my similar kind of story. What more do you need to hear? God is in fact in love with you. That that that's just the best way to I think put it. Was it was a short, a very short um view of your story. <laughs> what kind of um you know hey. girl were you then? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. So I hmm. Holy Spirit. I said I wasn't going to share my story. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Let's just run through something very brief. So um I I was born into a Christian home, like most of us. <laughs> but the only difference was, growing up actually, my mom was the one that was, would I say, hot for Christ. A hotness, though, wasn't what I know now to be hot. At the time, we just saw it as hot because she was the only yes, one doing it. Her best in prayer meeting, every Saturday morning, she's at <laughs> home. Any small thing camp, she's there. She's that kind of thing. And she would go for days. And... My father was, he was there, but he wasn't there. He was always busy with work and everything. So she was like, spiritually, she was the one that used to bind the home together. Let's just put it that way. Fast forward, child, to a lot of things happening, things going wrong all of a sudden. And in my head, I'm like, I sure there's a God. In this world, it's like, like, there's God, why is all this, why is this happening, happening to me? To me? Like, what is the meaning? But are you really this? real? Are you re- exactly. Are you, are, sure? are, you, are you sure? Are you sure you exist? Are you sure you exist? Because if you do, all these things should exactly. not happen. Like but then mom my mom is. was always like, shut up, let's pray. There's God. That, that was, shut up. To put her don't say nonsense. Come here, let's pray. And she now started to, when things actually started to go very wrong at home. So she now makes sure everybody, everybody, you. I remember this, she slapped me, told me oh I was possessed because I wasn't praying. Wow. That I was dozing during prayers. And normally I know I do that, but that day actually wasn't. I just kept quiet. It wasn't even keeping quiet. I was kind of praying, but just wasn't. Uh, yeah, and she slapped me. Hey, God. I think that was when the resentment started to build up. Now to even say to my mouth, I feel like heaven is slapping me. But <laughs> I could say that I had a form of resentment toward Christianity. Towards, because then I feel, even till now, a lot of people just know the religion, not the God. Yeah, the so that was basically the whole reason why I'm very sure I hated yeah. Christianity. Because I feel like, like they were practicing, not a they relationship. They were practicing it. There was no relationship. It was just practice. That's, that's, practice. That was exactly what I saw it as. So it used to irritate me. Like we're just practicing nonsense and look at yeah, everything that's happening. Then there were the freq- ah God, the f- two frequent trips to the hospitals back and forth. I, at times I look at my age and I'm like, I've gone through a lot though. Because I'm actually a very small girl, but I've gone through a whole lot. Because for someone of my age to say they resent God, heaven forgive me, that was the past thing, Shabba. You get the point? Yes. So I, I do not like a lot of things Christian like, Christian wise. 
I did a lot of things out of the fact that she this man no good not talk. <laughs> that, that was exactly what it's saying. I wasn't the usual rebellion. My own rebellion was she was saying it outside that when I do things, people was like only media days to catch all this kind of things. Like, yeah. <laughs> my own was always looking. I never like, understood. I just used to why you were just singled out like I was I used to call it luck that I was lucky. Luck. I didn't know he was still with me still trying with to you, reach out to me. His love. And like that, like that, like that. I, I was spiraling on and on out of control. I'm sure <laughs> I don't I can't even start saying things here, but like I'm sure if I see some things people were like, eh, you mm-hmm. everybody looks at me like, oh you're quiet. I they say I have that calm demeanor and everything. So half of the things I did, when it was time to cut people, I'm always exempted from she can't do this. <laughs> that was that was the kind of vibe. So it was it went on like that, like that, like that. Then two hundred level. My sweat. I was on my bed, you know. I was on my bed. Mm. And I don't even know where it came from. I'd like to believe it was built up sharp because a series of events happened before sweat happened. Yes. So I think those events irritated me over. Oh, sorry. <laughs> students work experience programs for engineering students. Okay. Yes. It happens for two months after your second semester exams before 300 level. So we had to do SWEP is mandatory. So it was during SWEP. So a, a series of events happened, like church events. The bit time I'll be working on the way, I know these church workers will just stop me for like a week ago. <laughs> a lot of them. One time, one of them said, "Ah, uh-uh, God, no one rest for your mother." I said, "It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like, because that was like the second time that week he was seeing me, seeing and I didn't understand because normally, even when they said these sort things, I was just I'm not doing, I'm not doing me And he kept on finding my. I think another thing I, I love to bring out of my stories, he was resilient. <sighs> he did not grieve for me because <laughs> I was stubborn. I'm on your matter. Exactly, I was stubborn, <laughs> but he said, "You, I'm here for you." He sent people and it was wow basically. So back to my story. Sweep came and just oh god, I'm tired of going with the wind leads me. I want to do things your way. It seems like your way is the walking way. Yeah. I've done this one, I've seen how it goes. I think I'm tired. It's tiring. It's the same old thing over and over again. I want to experience something else. Take me through it. And I think another thing that really stood out to me was during the series of events. BBC, Joyful Noise, everything. There was one thing I know that was constant in those events. I know that even with where I was living in the world and everything, there was this void in my heart that could not be filled with any other thing. No matter all the things I did to fill the void, it was temporary. It, I don't even want to say it was temporary. It just made me numb to the fact that the void was there. Then when the euphoria of it died down, I, I would come back to reality and become even angrier. Mm. Like, so after everything said, I'm still I'm feeling still this. Really I never wanted to admit that there was a void there. Mm. Till joyful noise. I wasn't supposed to go, but I was there. What's joyful noise? It's a worship concert. Okay. It's just worship. Okay. Then, um, in between breaks, like short prayers, but I'm not even sure I listen to any of the prayers. Okay. I don't know why I was dancing in public. It was in public and I was dancing. <laughs> That's what they made him to do. I never, I didn't understand it, but I know I danced that day. And after somebody asked me, how was it? I said, I can't even explain it, but I'm happy. There's this peace that I cannot explain. Like, I could not explain the peace, but it was there. It was overwhelming. And I loved it. I basked in that peace for about two to three days. But unfortunately, again, the devil came to steal it away from me. BBC came again. 
I found that piece again. So I think because of that, I knew that. Come, there something, there's something. something I'm not like. There's something sharp. There's something I'm not touching yet. Yes. I want to touch want it. To. Whenever I explain my story to people, not necessarily my story, but whenever I just tell people that this is what God does with me, that He gives me teasers basically that make me hunger and thirst <laughs> for Him. Small, small like. You want this? Oh yeah, take. Take. And I'll be like, hey, it's sweet though. <laughs> but wait, ah, is there more? Like, you want more? No more, yeah. Follow me. <laughs> Come on, not take again, no. follow, follow me. me. You okay. walk for that second part. You have to walk for it. No, you walk for that. Then you now go again. You do, 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 do. Now I say, okay, oh yeah, take again. Take and you're again. like, ha. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally my story. <laughs> Every single time, he gives me teasers of, oh, I don't even know. God. Okay. So, what was the question, please? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this okay. Just... okay, then this is just me saying my story. So, yes. Even if after all those things I did, he still found me worthy to even give me teasers to tell me, come, come it's to me. I've been waiting oh. for you. I said, this this God told me. So yeah, he was actually sent to the Jews, but eventually the gospel reached you <laughs> and it's reaching me. It has been reaching me. It's reaching even anybody, Buddhists, people that practice whatever, name the religion reaching them what was intentionally meant for the jews and now everybody's partaking being blessed from it so yes in fact you are most certainly worthy of god's love you're worthy of god himself you're worthy of the experience and just because of how much he loves even if you've done things to classify you as unworthy it's just because of his grace and how much he loves so yes that qualifies you to be worthy that's beautiful that's beautiful um the next question is is god in love with me well we have we have answered this already yes god is or is is in love with you he's in love with you god loves you so much so yes um the next question we'll be asking and that's the last question for this episode (laughs) i i don't want this to end but then god will bring you back to speak to us in jesus name and last question is how can i experience god's love how can i experience his love um okay experiencing god's love (laughs) first i think i'd say that our very being is part of the experience of god's love the other time i said the um birds flying in the air the flowers are clothes and they don't even realize it he said in in all of solomon's glory he wasn't as dressed as, as, the, flowers. as the flowers common flowers that we pluck and you know smell and all of that king solomon the wisest king that lived was not dressed as beautifully as them that's just to tell you that you are experiencing god's love currently the fact that you sleep you wake up you're breathing it's an experience you're experiencing god's love and that thing i like to say is if you but then again i always say that there's dimensions to these things there's always deeper revelations deeper heights so john 15 i think 15 um can we check the bible john 15 just to be sure that i don't you know say nonsense i'm human (laughs) so it talks about how you abide in me and i in you so um john 15 behold the true vine and everything so it says from verse 4 says abide in me and i in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me Hmm. 
I think we're about to pray for this podcast when we got that revelation from the Holy Spirit. Do you know I was so shocked because I said it's not the same I am divine that we studied. I've never seen this part before. <laughs> so um I was going to say that with the deeper hearts, deeper revelations and everything. If you want to truly experience everything, the full package that comes with Christ abiding in him. Package. The full package basically. Be sure that you are abiding in him. Abide in him, like be in him, live in him the same way he is living in you. You know, he gave us the Holy Spirit that lives in us and everything. So make sure that you are living in him. Like he has said it already. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. He likened this to the trees and everything. He says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And that way that we saw this that day, Kenaja was talking about. So um, the father now, is, KJV says, husband, man. Husband, man now is like the main, the main of the, that's like the tree trunk. Yeah. The stump, the roots, everything. Yeah. The main, main of the tree. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is the vine. He's the one that stretches upward. And we are the branches. So you see how it's connected? Yes. The Father, the Son, ourselves, yes. the branches. Yes. And remember when we were talking about fruits of the Spirit? Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> well, I break it to you today that the fruits, we have one fruit of the Spirit, you guys. Yes, I know. Just one. It blew my head too. We have just one fruit of the Spirit, and that is love. It's in Galatians 5. I'm not sure which of the verses. It's in Galatians and it says the fruit of the Spirit is love. So what I was made to understand is that as far, <laughs> you know, we expect there to be a fruit of the Spirit here. Yeah? They always say it, they're supposed to be a fruit of the Spirit and we are the branches. The leaves and everything always come from the branch. Yes. So we are supposed to produce fruit. Yeah. And like the fruit that we ought to produce is love. You see, every other of those fruits, those things that we call fruits of the spirit, those are seeds that are inside the fruits that we're supposed to produce. Mm. Um, the fruit is love. So we have love. joy, peace, patience, kindness, kindness goodness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And self-control. Mm. Inside the love, like that's the fruit we are producing. So by, by virtue of showing love, automatically you exhibit you and you show these things. things. Yes. Uh, the fruit of the spirit, spirit is, is love. love. The fruit is, is love. And KJV is our um, a plural something. Yeah, I, you remember that KJV is our main, yes, our main, main reference, raw, um, English Bible. So, I think other translations again by virtue of inspirations. So the, I don't know how it is that they put it, but KJV, the Baba of the Baba, <laughs> the Baba, the fruit, the exactly. Yes, said the one. fruit of the spirit is love. So, knowing that, I think. So, what was the question again? How can I experience? It's a way to travel for me. <laughs> How can I experience God? Yes. So, by virtue of this analogy now, yeah, because we have Him, we have the Father, we have the Son, yes. we have the Holy Spirit. Yes. So, we are showing the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, yes. and. By virtue of that, we show the other things. Mm-hmm. 
by deeper walks by deeper revelations and by staying in him by staying in him i can't even emphasize that advice you experience but when you stay in him all these things are inevitable they come to you matthew seek you first the kingdom of god and everything matthew 6 Matthew 633. I need I want to say 336. I was going to confuse it, sir. Matthew 633. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And every other thing will be added unto you. See, when you seek his first there, when you focus your gaze on him, does I don't know how best to put it on. Just notice that like a magnet, these things are following you. There's no logical explanation for it. There was one thing that just came to my head as you we were speaking. Like you said, the fruit is low. Do you understand? so um how do i how do i put it this way now so like it's, it, there's a bible verse that says if you don't love your neighbor then you haven't experienced the love of god do you understand it's, and then, it's in first john as well first yes, john 4. if if you don't if you're not able to love then you don't have love like you haven't experienced the love of god that's to show you that when you are in love when you are in god do you understand these mm-hmm. fruits show up and that is love triggered so for you to know that you are in the love of god for you to know that you're actually experiencing that love is if that love is reciprocated in you to others, to others you understand? Yes. so for you to actually know that okay i'm actually experiencing this god's love is the way you treat people do you understand it says love the lord to god of your god with all your heart and love people as yourself mm-hmm. you're not able to love others as yourself and you haven't even loved god that much and you haven't placed yourself to even experience the love that comes from god that is this is beautiful so that is very please take note of that and in addition to what you just said remember that you can't love someone that you do not know exactly again with the abiding in him if you stay in him if you tarry in his presence you spend time with him remember he's waiting for you to speak to him he's eager to hear you pray he's eager to hear you speak to him if you tarry you wait talk to him it's called a prayer it's not called a monologue it's a dialogue you speak he listens he speaks you listen Yes. So it's not complete without a response. Prayer is not complete without a response. Yes. It says again in that same Matthew 6 you do not when you pray, don't go on and on. Yes. Like the blabbering and the, like the um Gentiles yes. do. When you pray, you don't just repeat the same set the of words word over and over again. again. You don't. You're not a robot. You're not a robot, exactly. A robotic, um, Make sure you know what it is you're saying. You're conversing with the Father. You're communing with the Father, like how I like to put it. Yes. You're communing with Him. Mm. That's your time with Him. It's your time. It's called, um, it's called um, what they call it again? It's called a secret mm. place for a, a reason. Place, yes, yes. You're you're allowed to be vulnerable there. You're allowed to. Break free. In fact, break down if you want to break. It's only you and your father. It's only you and your father. And then it just picture how much your own father loves you. Picture <laughs> how a father would love you. And for instance, that God's love is ten thousand times more than the love humans portray. <laughs> like I said, there's the residue, and then there's the whole bread of love. So I dare say that even the love your mom or your father, or even anyone that has love for you, whatever this love is. God's love is 10,000 times greater than that. So yes, it's a relationship. Go to him. Let him work in you and experience you and everything. Exactly. It's, it's a relationship. It's not a religion. It's not it's a relationship. It's a relationship. You need to build relationships. You need to build a fellowship with him. Don't just 
go in front of me mutter words and stand up and go we don't do that he's waiting to hear you speak he's waiting for that relationship with you Jesus is waiting. I pray you. Our motto. <laughs> Jesus is waiting, Jesus is waiting for you. I pray you allow him to do what he wants to do in your life because Amen. there's really no time to waste time. Everybody knows Jesus is coming soon. Exactly. So please, don't be caught. Walk in his love. Move in his love. Move in his love. Okay. Um. Shumoke, before you leave, I really don't want you to leave. But before you leave, I don't think we really um got to know you deeply. Like we know your name, Ola Chimoke, Banjo. But then um like how do I put this? What do you do? Like what school are you in? Chimoke is my very good friend, you guys. She is a dear friend of mine that I met in school. We're in the same school currently. And <laughs> It was, yes, like she has told you her story. So I was someone that I got to know her from friends and I saw that she was also in the same, you know, work we got and we just resonated. And since then we've been very, very good friends. So Joaquin, just, if there's anything you want us to know, what do you study? What are your views in life? Just, just us a little. What she like and what she don't like, Sha. Yes, then we can end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay. Um, I said my name. Well, again, let me just say. I'm a large Mokia Banjo. I mean, 300 level civil and environmental engineering. That's in just your technology. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, what else you say you want to do again? What you study? Uh huh. Where you are from? Oh, I'm, I'm from Ijebu. <laughs> I'm from the state. Okay. I'm the third out of five children. The middle child. Wow. Middle middle child. What is middle children? Mm-hmm. It's funny how people always ask me if I'm first born first and I say no. Next one that comes to mind is the last born. I find that very insulting <laughs> by the way, but okay. I'm the third. A lot of people never get to guess it, so I helped you out. I'm the third and ah, what don't I like? Jesus, I don't like noise. You don't like noise. And I love my personal space, but I don't know. It's funny how since God actually, I'm telling you, <laughs> when I say God is very intentional, this is what He did to me when He finally arrested me and everything. He, this is what He did there. You know how in Agric yeah. we plant seeds. Yeah. You know when you plant baby seeds and everything, yeah. and you now take them to. A greenhouse yeah. okay from the greenhouse you now transfer them back to outside yeah, exactly. where they can withstand the harsh weather mm-hmm. conditions yeah so let's say when i when he arrested me when i rededicated my life to him okay. so when i rededicated my life to him and everything um he that's what he did to me he, tried, he transplanted me so let's say i was fragile and everything so he understood remember the parable of the seeds and yes. everything so he didn't want me to be among those that will be choked out mm. that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he didn't want me to be among yeah. the thorns or anything yes. or any of those other seeds so he, he now fertile took me into cell. very fertile so <laughs> surrounded me with like-minded people like i said when I, he removed me from thorns and placed me in a beautiful garden that's that's what i always say so when he pulled me amidst those people naturally ah jesus when people come i don't know i don't like people people always naturally gravitate towards me i say it all the time I, I never understood but it could be 
one of the reasons one of the things is calling me into i don't know yet but so he reads it to me mm? mm-hmm. i'm not saying nothing so and i don't know there was just the fact that i was not alone i was okay. grateful for it honestly because if i was alone i probably would have fallen back so i think that was when i finally started to understand that you cannot always be a lone ranger you yes. cannot always do this solo work isolated you can't always be isolated please don't you be isolated. need people around you see isolation is a trick of the devil it's a trick, it's a trick. Jesus had to ah, isolation is the trick of the devil. The only time Jesus was isolated way. was when he wanted to pray. pray. Only pray. pray. <laughs> no other time. Mm, only sure. pray. And I think the other time at the well. And that one said he was not isolated. So, and isolation basically is a trick of the devil because even the well time didn't get him food. He wasn't isolated or nothing. So, I somehow somehow now sir i don't really mind the whole personal space thing because what i do now is if i actually want my personal space i just leave i don't have to tell you to leave i leave myself so um i like my space i hate noise i like eating nonsense then put it that way because i don't exactly like food food is tiring but when it comes to chunks i don't even have a limit it's bad sir god deliver my fruit of gluten in jesus name <laughs> so um basically that's all there is you know, about me um people say i am facially pleasing i don't know <laughs> what else i'm in my good days so i just like to say i look like god i'm kind of dark i guess i'm dark now mm-hmm. yeah i'm dark <laughs> what did that thing they you know oh i'm not short allow me this short i'm what? not short yeah, I'm, I'm, okay i'm not lying in god's podcast but then i'm growing <laughs> yeah you're growing um what else i don't know your hobbies oh i okay i like singing actually she's I... in choir Mm. <laughs> um i i write yeah i like writing too i like anything that has to be handwork anything crafts i'm actually okay. very inclined with it yeah i like crafts um i think that's all very sweet science wise i'm not really science you i don't even know why i'm an engineer mm-hmm. if i think about it okay i think i'm mean because you know construction so my brain goes with yes. those kinds of things so yeah that's basically what there is no wrong i'm just a small girl with a very big coat you that's so cringe <laughs> well, it's true. That's true. That's true. yeah so thank it's you nice for having you. me oh, i'm really honored i can't even believe god chose me <laughs> wait i don't have sense like this <laughs> well thank you lord jesus and thank, thank you very jesus. much for having me i'm grateful to have you too it's nice to meet you it's very nice let me use it which is essence it's nice to meet you your bitch is not british but okay thank you welcome it's nice to meet you um I'm, I'm really honored to have meet me care it's an honor are you just meeting me and now we are meeting i'm talking, I'm <laughs> okay, talking for okay, the people okay, okay, yes okay. nice for to meet people. you nice to meet you guys too Yay. nice having you okay well guys we've come to the end of this episode i hope that you've learned a lot and i know that god has spoken to you god has impacted he spoke to me too spoke to me too god has impacted so much in this episode and please if you have the time go back and listen i myself will go back and listen and be you know filled with god's word over and over again if you've reached to this point because i know we've said it 
a lot so if you've reached this point i congratulate you well done and god loves you okay yes this is the end of this episode god bless you for listening god loves you and jesus is waiting for you if you have any questions there'll be a question box after this episode to ask your various questions and i will surely answer them in a special episode for questions and answers dear friend i pray for you now that these words you have heard won't leave your hearts but it would grow forth in you and bear much fruit in jesus name amen my whole life before i gave my life to christ was a total wreck <laughs> if he can change me he can change you too yes if you want to give and truly surrender your life to jesus christ i just want you to say this few words with me sincerely with me as we round up today's episode oh lord jesus i need you i acknowledge that i am a sinner due to the fleshly birth i have been brought into and i can't live a true holy life with god without you i confess all my sins to you with all my heart i want to give you a few seconds to state your sins to him inwardly pause this and play it when you are done lord jesus now i lay down my life and accept yours through the holy spirit i receive you Come into me, Lord, and be my personal Lord and Savior to continually guide me and ultimately save me from death as I obey and do your word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, friend. For in Jesus' mighty name I have prayed. Amen. <laughs> Yay. I thank the Almighty God for your sweet, sweet life. Dear friend, you are now a child of God and are qualified to the inheritance of the kingdom of heaven. You have the Spirit of God in you. You have the life of Christ in you. And you have the word of God, that powerful word living inside of you. You have life abundantly and you will never die spiritually. Even if the flesh is gone, you will always be with him in heaven. Keep on with his word and let him guide you as you obey and do his word. I have a Bible verse for you, Psalms 119 verse 105. It says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. This means guidance and direction. Now that you have the life of Christ in you, you need his word to guide you. Meditate on that verse as we come to the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening and I would see you in the next episode. It would be a great honor. Come and listen to the word of God. Jesus is waiting for you. Goodbye.